The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Welcome back to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super waterman, your ambassador for water, bringing you all the water all the time here at 89.7 WTBR FM here in Great Barrington. Happy to be with you today. Today, we're calling the show Water and Water. It's a deep one today. What's it all about? H2O, and I'll tell you why. Super excited to share today some of the thoughts that I have flowing through my mind with how we're using water today. Not from an environmental standpoint, but as a weapon of war. It's being used halfway around the earth right now as a way to cut off people from access to that kind of life, which needs water. And it's time to actually have a couple of thoughts about it. So that's what today's show is going to be around. And the guest is you. And the guest is me and our deep thoughts and deep water talk. Happy to be with you. I'm your super water man, your ambassador for water. We got some good water tunes coming your way. And you know what that's going to be all about. It's going to be about H2O as well. And we got a little bit of Cindy Lauper coming up. And let's get a piece of that in our space and where did it go Ooh, we gotta open up spotify it may have gone somewhere let's get to that the first song i'm gonna be bringing on up is a song by cindy lauper and we'll get to that right now as i find it whoa where are we okay this one is called water's edge and uh super excited to have it uh, it's by cindy lopper who is from queens same neighborhood i grew up in and we love her ode to water water's edge time for us to think about what water provides. 
Swim beside a cool 
When I'm lying on the beach Will you feed me Mother Italy All the goddesses of grief Will you treat me like a queen Or a refugee You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super water man, your ambassador for water. That was Underwater by Boy George. Can we show some humanity? Will you treat him like a queen? Can we show some of our humanity and... Is our humanity more that of the life of a guppy? That's a good question. But before Boy George, we had Cindy Lauper uh, from Water's Edge from the Shine album. Underwater was from the Underwater album. Why water, you ask? Well, why not? H2O is that which brings life to the community. Yes, it does. And it's being used now as a weapon of war, and we're going to have a little news on that from PBS. A little, little article on that. You're here listening to us, and so it flows. The only show for H2O here at 89.7 WTBR-FM. Pittsfield Community Radio bringing you water consciousness right from the mountains of the Berkshires in western Massachusetts and then around the world on a variety of different channels. You will check us out and subscribe over on Google Podcasts, Amazon Audible, Apple Music, Castos, Podacy, Podcast Addict, and the list keeps on growing. So check us out. Get your water consciousness on where we can have a little bit of deep water talk and some cool music, water music, some water poetry. But here a little bit of news. And uh, let's see. In Gaza's widening humanitarian crisis, water access becomes dire. Getting clean water in Gaza has long been complicated, but since... The Israel-Hamas war began last month. Access has gone from tenuous to dire. And here's a little bit about that. A humanitarian crisis has unfolded in Gaza in the weeks since Israel declared war against Hamas, which launched surprise attacks along Israel's southern border on October 7th. Along with shortages of fuel and medical supplies, people trying to survive the war in Gaza are facing another critical need, clean water. To discuss the state of water access in this war, I'm joined by Jonathan Cricks, Chief of Communication for UNICEF in Palestine. Jonathan, thank you for joining us. What is the state of access to fresh water in Gaza right now? So right now we have, um, with all the sources of water which are currently available, um, the production is no more than 5% of the usual production. 
That means that there are major issues when it comes to access to safe water that impacts uh, the families, the children. And I was in touch with one colleague of mine who was explaining how she had only access to salty water and that she was giving that to her daughter who was complaining uh, she had stomach cramps, she had diarrhea uh, and symptoms of dehydration because of that and, and she couldn't find any other water. But then there is another aspect. It's, it's about the quantity. So according to the reports we're receiving, um, on an average, the people in, in the Gaza Strip currently have access to three liters of water or less to cook, to drink, and for hygiene. It's important to put that into perspective. Um, the international humanitarian standard is 15 liter per person per day, five times more. How does Gaza get drinking water and how has this war affected production and distribution of clean water? So what we have to understand is that there are basically three main groups of sources of water for the Gaza Strip. One group is the desalination plants. We have three desalination plants in the Gaza Strip and one is actually led by UNICEF and funded by the European Union. And then we have the pipes which are coming from Israel and which are also delivering water to the Gaza Strip. And then we have 300 wells, boreholes, which are disseminated in the Gaza Strip. For the desalination plant, their production in normal times is approximately 7% of the water production in the Gaza Strip. Then you have the quantity of water that Israel is uh, 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 getting into the Gaza Strip in normal times, and that is 13%. So that means that 80% of the water that is produced in the Gaza Strip is coming from wells and boreholes which are directly pumping in the aquifer. What, why is that important? It's important because both the desalination plants and the boreholes, the wells, are um, need to uh, electricity in order to desalinate the water. So because of the current and the previous situation in the Gaza Strip, electricity is, is very often cut. So they are all running on generators. And those generators without fuel, they cannot work. And that leads us to today. The situation is that the desalination plants are working at 15% of their capacity, which is very low. And it's important to keep in mind that 55% of this overall water infrastructure has been damaged by the current escalation of violence. And all this contributes to the fact that the overall production of water in the Gaza Strip for the moment is at less than 5% of its normal production. What health consequences do people in Gaza, specifically children, face from drinking untreated or contaminated water? So there is a wide array of consequences for the health of the children in, in drinking that brackish water. Uh, one of uh, the consequences, and we have seen cases reported uh, in the past days, it's chronic diarrhea. It can seem like something which is not that dramatic, but we have to bear in mind that chronic diarrhea is the first cause of mortality for children below the age of five. And then there are also another aspect, which is the fact that some of the wells are actually next to agricultural fields. 
So they are containing a lot of pesticides and, and products that are used uh, in, uh, uh, usually in agriculture. In the past few weeks, aid, including bottled water, has started to trickle into Gaza. Is that enough? And what is UNICEF trying to do to surge more resources into Gaza? One aspect is trying to channel the, the, the fuel which is already existing in the Gaza Strip into the desalination plant and make sure that the desalination plant can produce as much water as possible because this is really how we can produce water at scale. And then we have the trucks which are going there and which are basically taking the water and distributing it in different shelters. So that is one way. Then the second way of supporting the uh, delivery of water is via the trucks which are going through the Rafa crossing point entering the Gaza Strip with bottled water. We had 34, 35 trucks, UNICEF trucks, that carried in the Gaza Strip in, since 10 days, medicines, hygiene kits, and bottled water. Um, just to give you an idea, on the first day, there were three trucks from UNICEF, which went in with bottled water. Those three trucks had enough water to satisfy the needs of no more than 20, 30,000 people for just a few days. So when you, when you compare that to a population of 2 million uh, inhabitants uh, uh, who are facing this, this escalation of, of violence, you realize how this is really a drop in the ocean. What else would need to change for water to reach Gazans right now and make sure that access is available long term? So the situation is very, is very complex. And one of the issues is that the infrastructure, the infrastructure has been heavily impacted by this escalation of violence. Uh, this means the, the water pipes, uh, uh, all the, the many of the wells, and that has, um, I would say that what is really needed is to be able to uh, uh, re-establish water distribution at, at scale. What is absolutely needed is a humanitarian ceasefire. Uh, immediate and the cessation of the hostilities. For the moment, the situation that we are facing is that we can bring some bottles of water and it, it's very important because the needs are so high and, and we can ensure that the desalination plant is, is working. But when we see the need on the ground, we realize how this is not sufficient. Jonathan Cricks, Chief of Communication for UNICEF in Palestine. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. For the PBS News. That was PBS, the news hour, sharing a little bit about uh, the water, impact of water. And, uh, you know, bottom line is water is a weapon of war. Is that something that we even want to have? Is that antithetical for what water provides, which is life itself? And what does that actually mean when folks who created the golden rule, which shows up in the Torah first. I'm going to bring up the golden rule in a few minutes and we'll have an opportunity to read it together and listen to what the golden rule actually does say. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super water man, ambassador for water. We're here at 897 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, water consciousness coming to you straight from the heart of the Berkshires in western Massachusetts and all around the world. You could catch us on Google, 
Podcasts, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music, Podacy, Podcast Addict, Castos, and so many more channels. Please subscribe. And if you really do love independent water media, give a little holler to WTBRFM.com and uh, click on that smash that donate button and speak up for independent water media, intentional water media, media for the other 75%. Got some more music coming your way, but first, this saying, it's a great quote, great, great quote. And a lot of people might resonate with this. So water quote, anger is like flowing water. There's nothing wrong with it as long as you let it flow. Hate is like stagnant water. Anger, you denied yourself the freedom to feel, the freedom to flow. Water that you gathered in one place and left to forget. Stagnant water becomes dirty, stinky, disease-ridden, poisonous, deadly. That is your hate. On flowing water travels little paper boats, paper boats of forgiveness. Allow yourself to feel anger. Allow your waters to flow along with all paper boats of forgiveness. Be human. That's by C. Joy Bell C. And uh, it's really interesting and important to actually get that. There's a, a cost for carrying a grudge and acting out in rage. There's an impact to that. There's an impact to holding a grudge against your neighbor. There's an impact. And water sometimes pays the price. And sometimes it's providing access to something, access to forgiveness. And I think that's the space that we want the Middle East to go, forgiveness forgiveness and accountability I'd like to see some accountability and next up we got a little bit of Led Zeppelin when the levee breaks and that's off their mothership album which was remastered just for this opportunity to play on and so it flows
Riders on the storm Riders on the storm Into this house we're born Into this world we're thrown Like a dog without a bone And actor out alone Riders on the storm There's a killer on the road His brain is squirming like a toad Take a long holiday Let your children play If you give this man a ride Sweet family will die
Riders on the storm Riders on the storm Into this house we're born Into this world we're thrown Like a dog without a bone And actor out alone Riders on the storm You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super water man, ambassador for water. We're here at 89.7 WTBR FM Pittsfield Community Radio, where we have a water show because it's H2O that's been stressed here. It's stressed in many places around the globe. And it's time that water has a say in the matter. So just look at it as media for the other 75%. 75% of human beings are made of water. 75% of the globe is made of water. Yeah, there are lumps of dirt here and there, but H2O is the thing. It has so many answers to many common issues that we have in the technological post-industrial age where the fall of an empire is happening in our midst, or mist, which is also water. Got a really cool poem coming right now, but before that, We listened to Riders of the Storm, The Doors were playing that from the L.A. Woman album and another classic before that, When the Levee Breaks by Led Zeppelin off the Mothership album. Fun, fun songs that have us think, get deep, and have that H2O consciousness. Here's something from the Poetry Foundation by Antonia Pazzi, translated by Amy Newman. This is called Thirst. 
Now you want to tell me, you want me to tell you the history of fish while the lake clouds over, but don't you see how thirst beats in the throat of the lizards on the crushed leaves on the ground? Autumn's dead hedgehogs have plunged through the periwinkles and you chew the parched stalks. Already the corner of your lip is bleeding a bit and now you want me to tell you the history of birds but in the heat of noon the wild cuckoo flies alone and still the lost puppy howls among the brambles perhaps the bay horse running struck him with a black hoof on his snout and that's Thirst by Antonia Pazzi. Found that baby on the Poetry Foundation website, poetryfoundation.org. All sorts of poems for any reason. In this particular case, it's the H2O baby. And uh, now that we're dealing with what's going on in the world, let's talk about guppies. As you probably know, guppies eat their young little bit about them. Unfortunately, if you leave guppy babies in the same tank with adult fish, the adults will end up decimating their own fry. This behavior is known as filial cannibalism, and it can be found in many species across the animal kingdom, and it's not limited to guppy fish. Did you hear that last line? It is not limited to guppy fish. So my question are we more evolved than a guppy? That's a good question. Question to ask. Question to ask. An inquiry. Are we more enlightened than a guppy? That's a good question. That's a really good question. You're listening to And So It Flows. Your only show for H2O. we got a lot of cool uh, talks coming up soon. In the next featured uh, episodes that we'll be discussing things like water and weed, chemical impact to humans right here in our region. And uh, we'll be discussing that from a human perspective. Always we got music, always we got water poetry, water music, water news. And now we got a little bit of water music. And this is from Johnny Cash. And this piece is called Have a Drink of Water. In the long, hot, thirsty summer of about 32 A.D., along a dusty highway there came a man of Galilee. And as he went through Samaria, he stopped at Jacob's well. And there he met a woman whose deep secrets he would tell. Could I have a drink of water, soft and quietly, asked he. And she said, Sir, I am Samaritan. How dare you speak to me? He said, If you would ask of me, then I, the Son of Man, would give you living water and you'd never thirst again. Have a drink of water, everlasting living water. Have a drink of water, everlasting living water. Dip into the endless well, pour it on the fires of hell. 
Have a drink and sing and shout As the flames of hell go out Have a drink of water Everlasting endless water Then the woman said, Sir, you have no way to draw out of this well. Our father Jacob dug it, and the stories it could tell. From this well drank his children and his cattle by the score. Where is your well, sir, tell me, that will flow forevermore? And he answered and said unto her, Your water will go dry. And my well is everlasting. If you drink, you'll never die. My father God's a spirit, and he sent me unto men To give you living water so you'll never thirst again Have a drink of water, everlasting living water Have a drink of water, everlasting living water Dip into the endless well, pour it on the fires of hell Have a drink and sing and shout as the flames of hell go out have a drink of water, everlasting living water Well, there now are many thirsting in this modern century Whose thirst could be quenched quickly by the man from Galilee For the water flows eternal from the well that never dries For it flows right out of heaven where the soul will never die so if you're hot and tired and thirsting, and if you crave a cool, tall drink, he will pour it right out for you a lot quicker than you think. He already knows you're thirsty, so just let him come on in, and he'll give you living water, and you'll never thirst again. Have a drink of water, everlasting living water. Have a drink of water, everlasting living water Dip into the endless well, pour it on the fires of hell Have a drink and sing and shout as the flames of hell go out Have a drink of water, everlasting living water Have a drink of water, everlasting living water, brother Have a drink of water, everlasting Clap your hands and sing and shout You. Yeah.
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Thanks again for tuning in here at 89.7 FM, WTBR FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, the one, the only show for H2O all around the planet. Make sure that you tune in also via our podcast. You could check out our podcast on Amazon, Audible, you got Google Podcasts, you got Podacy, you got Podcast Addict, you got Castos, and if I didn't say Apple Music. So tune in, become a subscriber, love your H2O. We heard some holy water with Claudia, message in a bottle by the police, and have a drink of water by our friend Johnny Cash. True, true classics. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next week when we firm up a really good conversation on water and weed. Yeah, for almost a dry county, Berkshire's definitely has a lot of weed. And we're going to have an H2O conversation. Thanks again for tuning in. I will be talking and vibing with you soon. Sparkling water, lemon, osmosis, carbonated, filtered, distilled. Abundance of water, the fool will get thirsty.